You're listening to Stress-Free German, where we use advanced language learning techniques to get you speaking German the right way, right away. Welcome to lesson 19 of Stress-Free German. We start today with a neuter image that has four new elements. So imagine a loaf of bread on a cutting board. The board is on a shelf, and behind it are some books and a large, shiny carving knife. So the shelf is our neuter anchor, and again, our four new concrete nouns are bread, knife, Brot, Messer, Board, Book, Brett, Buch. The first and last are fairly easy. Brot is bread and Buch is book. Let's try a phrase with each one. So, you're not sure if the bread near you on the table is yours. Ask, is this my bread? Ist das mein Brot? Where is my book? Wo ist mein Buch? Those words fit nicely with our philosophy of being flexible. From bread to Brot. From book to Buch. Unfortunately, the German words for knife and board aren't so obvious. Messer. Brett. That is a small knife. Das ist ein kleines Messer. Admiring the smooth, hardwood cutting board, you say, This is a good board. Das ist ein gutes Brett. Let's try one more round. In the bakery, say, I would have with pleasure one bread. Ich hätte gerne ein Brot. To a friend, your book is on the shelf. Dein Buch ist auf dem Regal. Looking to do some cooking in your friend's kitchen, ask, Do you have a board? Hast du ein Brett? All right, armed with some new words, we're ready to head outside. So, Lisa stands up and opens the door. Gehen wir jetzt in die Bäckerei? 
Warum nicht? In the bakery, after the greetings and the how can I help you exchange, Lisa points to a dark, dense-looking loaf of bread. She holds up one finger and says, Einmal Vollkornbrot, bitte. Well, she ordered some kind of bread, I caught that. And when you think about it, it makes sense that we'd encounter variations on that word. I mean, there are all sorts of breads in the world. Dark bread, white bread, rye, and so on. Do you hear a relationship between the English word full and the German voll? So, full grain. Vollkorn. So she asked for a full grain or whole wheat bread. Vollkornbrot. Einmal Vollkornbrot, bitte. And then Thomas orders by pointing to a loaf of white bread and holding up one finger. Einmal Weißbrot. Is he saying white? Weiß. White bread? Weißbrot. Okay, I get that now, but what's up with that word? Einmal. We'll ponder that in a moment. So, einmal is obviously functioning here as one, right? One bread, please. But more literally, what you're really saying is one time, one instance, or even just once of bread. And if we want two loaves, zweimal Vollkornbrot, bitte. Try to say, two white breads, please. Zweimal Weißbrot, bitte. Imagine we're in a bakery in Salzburg where they sell bread and Mozartkugels. Listen to Lisa's order. Einmal Sonnenblumenkernbrot, bitte. Und zwei Mozartkugeln. Hmm. Be flexible, right? That's our motto. So, the German word Sonnen sounds like sun and Blume. Well, that's flower. So, Sonnenblume is maybe sunflower. And this word, Kern, sounds like kernel, which is a seed. So, ah, sunflower seed bread. Sonnenblumenkernbrot. 
I am totally ordering that the next time I'm in a bakery. Try to say, the bread is on the table. Das Brot ist auf dem Tisch. Your book is on the floor. Dein Buch ist auf dem Boden. I love this cutting board. Ich liebe dieses Brett. I love this knife. Ich liebe dieses Messer. Back in the bakery, try to say the following. I would have with pleasure two loaves of white bread. Ich hätte gerne zweimal Weißbrot. Any guess on how to say three of something? Count with us to three. Eins, zwei, drei, dreimal. Listen as Tanya orders for five people. Zweimal Orangensaft, bitte. Und dreimal Tee. You try it. We want to order two OJs and three teas, but literally we're going to say twice orange juice, please, and three times tea. Zweimal Orangensaft, bitte, und dreimal Tee. Last phrase before we switch to a new topic. Do you think you could say, I would have with pleasure one sunflower seed bread? Ich hätte gerne einmal Sonnenblumenkernbrot. Awesome. So, a new verb today, and it's our first look at something called a separable verb. For now, imagine you're with a friend in a grocery store. Her cell phone rings and she tells the caller, Ich kaufe im Supermarkt ein. The verb she used is actually Einkaufen. But when Germans conjugate it, the front part separates and gets added to the end of the sentence. You try it. 
I'm shopping in the supermarket. Ich kaufe im Supermarkt ein. English kind of does this with something called phrasal verbs. Think of the phrase, I cleaned the whole room up. The verb is to clean up, but we often separate clean from up. Or how about, I paid all of my friends back. The verb is to pay back, but we often separate pay from back. So, English sometimes does it, but German does this more often and more strictly. Ask your friend, are you shopping in the supermarket? Kaufst du im Supermarkt ein? We are shopping in the supermarket. Wir kaufen im Supermarkt ein. The only time that ein part does not get separated is when you use what we call the infinitive, like the dictionary form. So as Thomas heads out the door, he announces to his roommates, I'm going shopping. Ich gehe einkaufen. But again, once Thomas is there in the store, now he tells people, I am shopping. Ich kaufe ein. And now your tip of the day from Stress-Free German. We're almost at the end of Volume 1 of this course, and while we're about to take a moment to reflect on what you've accomplished, the tip will lie in how you should navigate the road ahead. The goal in these first 20 lessons has been to give an overview of how German works, to know that nouns have gender, and they have supporting words, and these supporting words can be affected when we do something to the noun. We also looked at some fundamental verbs, needing, wanting, searching for, and so on, and covered nearly all the persons, like I need, you want, and she's searching for. Looking ahead, one of the things you should start working on is learning to tell your story. I mean, what else do we really talk about, right? Someone says, so where are you from? What do you do? What are your plans? There's a very specific set of questions that people tend to ask each other, so we might as well start preparing and practicing our responses. In Volume 2 of this course, learning to tell your story is our main goal. Before we get there, though, we need to get back to today's main topic. Say, I'm shopping in the supermarket. Ich kaufe im Supermarkt ein. How about Mom is shopping in the supermarket? 
Mama kauft im Supermarkt ein. Again, the verb itself is einkaufen. But when they conjugate the verb, the first bit, that ein, goes at the very end of the sentence. The next time you watch a comprehensible input video, keep an ear out for sentences that end with auf or ein or aus. If you hear one of those at the end of a phrase, it's probably the prefix of a separable verb. So, let's look at another useful one. Ich nehme meinen Pass mit. The verb she used is mitnehmen. But when Germans conjugate it, the front part separates and gets added to the end of the phrase. You try it. I'm taking a key with, implying with me. Ich nehme einen Schlüssel mit. And yes, the verb is obviously related to the one we learned back in lesson 12. So we can also say, I'm taking the key. Ich nehme den Schlüssel. They're similar, but the implications are different. By using mitnehmen, you're implying that you will have a key with you. In the other one, it simply means you're taking it. Maybe someone left the key for you on the table or Maybe you just put the key in your pocket and that's it. Try to say, I'm taking his book with, implying taking it with you. Ich nehme sein Buch mit. Listen to the word order on this next one. Are we taking a bag with? Nehmen wir eine Tasche mit? Are we taking his watch with? Nehmen wir seine Uhr mit? Ask a friend, are you taking the knife? Implying taking it with you. Nimmst du das Messer mit? And for our last new concept, let's add a new possessive adjective. Unser. Imagine you're at a pizzeria. You and a friend ordered a pepperoni pizza and later you go wash up. 
You come back to the table and see that everyone else has their pizza, but your spot on the table is empty. So you ask, Wo ist unsere Pizza? If you were instead expecting a basket of bread, you'd ask, Wo ist unser Brot? Or if you were expecting a basket of, uh, of cheese. Wo ist unser Käse? Can you say those? Ask, where is our pizza? Wo ist unsere Pizza? Where is our bread? Wo ist unser Brot? Where is our cheese? Wo ist unser Käse? How about our wardrobe is very old? Unser Schrank ist sehr alt. Our bathroom is very beautiful. Unser Badezimmer ist sehr schön. Our lamp is broken. Unsere Lampe ist kaputt. I was watching The Simpsons once in German, and there was a scene where Homer hugged their refrigerator and said, I love our fridge. Ich liebe unseren Kühlschrank. Did you remember to add an N sound to the end of it? Unser, unseren. Because of course, the supporting words change when we do something to a masculine noun. Once, I was going on a picnic with some relatives in Vienna. Before heading out, my cousin picked up their new puppy and told everyone, I'm taking our new little friend here with... Ich nehme unseren kleinen Freund hier mit. Let's end with some review. Try to say, we're looking for a pastry shop. Wir suchen eine Konditorei. I love chocolate. Ich liebe Schokolade. Tell the waitress, I would have with pleasure a coffee. Ich 
hätte gerne Kaffee. But then your friend walks in, so you change your order. Two instances, please. Zweimal, bitte. I'm taking his bread. Ich nehme sein Brot. Compare that with I'm taking his bread with or with me. Ich nehme sein Brot mit. The check, please. Die Rechnung, bitte. Those UNG nouns, always feminine, right? Say, we're looking for a new apartment. Wir suchen eine neue Wohnung. I am shopping. Ich kaufe ein. He has our cutting board. Er hat unser Brett. Cool, and I'll cut things right there. Remember, Volumes 2 and 3 of this course are now available, so please visit stressfreegerman.com and then click on the banner to see what you'll be getting. Please go check that out, and I'll see you in Lesson 20, the end of Volume 1. Be sure to head over to stressfreegerman.com to access the listening exercises and download the PDF for today's lesson.